uh, he went first and five checked a harpy and then I five checked his army. Welcome to Stat Check Episode 6. This episode is called All the Necessary All the Necessary Qualifications uh, in honour of our good friends, the Australians, winning the World Team Championship. Uh, as Anthony, member of Team Australia, um, not, not the good Team Australia, just member of Team Australia. Yeah. Um, that proudly demonstrates. Uh, I, I'm wearing my, my Poland, wrong side, Poland shirt. Nope, that one. Poland shirt from 2018 to celebrate. I definitely know which side, which foot sides my left and right are. Um, that's a thing I promise I'm aware of, especially when I'm trying to use a mirrored camera as the image. Uh, I am also joined by Jeremy of Team Finland, apparently, and Nathan, who sat at home. Mm-hmm. We love you, Nathan. I know. Somebody had to. Somebody had to do the content. episode while we were away being <laughs> horrible, horrible drunks. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Yeah, the, the Wednesday night when they got, they were recording, we were I definitely tried to watch a little bit of it, but I was it was like three thirty on that Wednesday, and we we were real out on Wednesday. I, I think you said like something just indecipherable in the YouTube comments, and then like drunkenly staggered out of the YouTube comments. It was pretty interesting. I was like, oh man, Innes is awake, and then I was like, oh, Innes is drunk. You shouldn't have been. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was real real rough um not in a bad way just in a tried to let anthony kill me kind of way <laughs> you didn't die didn't die Turn, turns out anthony has enough restraint to not smack your head into concrete uh only just 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 enough but i told you afterwards exactly you didn't have to. i wouldn't have remembered uh, <laughs> so let's do the easy bit how has your last week's been I guess I'll start. Uh, it has been an absolutely amazing, fantastic, and exhausting last week and a half. Yeah. Um, for those that don't know, I was at the WTC. I was coaching Team Canada. Um, we'll get into more about the WTC later, but it was just, it was my first WTC or slash ETC, and it was an absolutely exhilarating experience i'm looking for I'm, I'm already counting down the days to next year 357 by the way i i know i'm aware <laughs> coaching is so much harder than playing by the way i was like a glorified racehorse all weekend i didn't do shit <laughs> <laughs> i felt bad whenever i would go up to my players and be like all right i need like one more point out of you or two more points out of you can you do that and they just kind of look at me blankly be like it's gonna be a 12 i can't do anything about that yeah it might be less. Yeah, you might do something about it. As the people of the show may or may not know, I'm not good at on-the-fly math. So they would ask me what the score was trending towards, and I'd be like, and reference the score sheet. Would never have known, Anthony. Never have known. Like, man, you want me to predict what I'm going to score and figure out what they're going to score and then try and figure out where that fits in the matrix? Not happening, champ. This is really why we're giving Anthony math lessons is for next WTC if he goes. Yeah, so I can give can, more accurate predictions. He can predict himself accurately. It'll be great. Yeah. Someone I'm else. Sorry, just win by 51 points. 
Yeah, someone else can just put me on my fourth best army and hope for the best against the world's best players. That's the plan. It almost worked. It did almost work. It approximated working. It was just it, like, it what, close four enough to eight work. points off of first place or something like that? Two, we, four point our, situations? Our, our two draws were like three points away from victories. Like we, they were so close to being wins. But wins See? are they? That's the problem. Not close yeah. enough, though. Not close. Close only matters in what? Horseshoes and hand grenades is the old saying. Horseshoes and hand grenades. Yeah, yeah we were a... three points away from being five and two. Nice. Yep. We were a Necron though. army away. It would have been really nice. Uh, yeah, us too. <laughs> a Necron oh, army Jesus, away I from properly performing well. Yeah, but oh, Anthony's team, oh. Anthony just said just you and his team had one, so. That's fine. Oh, all right, Nathan. What okay, if so Anthony's not making Team USA next year. If anything else of this podcast ever goes public. That's fine. He's moving to Britain anyway. I made a podcast episode. with cliff and alex taus about math and stats where we mostly about math where we talked about why averages are the devil and then about how um modifiers affect your actual effective wounds and chances of doing things so those were pretty cool episodes that focus mostly on how like you can use math at the table side how the math you use at the table side is wrong and then also how to correct all those mistakes that you're making with math at the table side. So if you really are interested in like learning how to use math a little bit more efficiently to make decisions on the table, then go back and watch our previous episode with Alex and Cliff and I talking about distributions. But it is also mostly about me, Alex, and Cliff just running on random ass tangents for like 45 minutes of a 90 minute episode. Yeah. Um, Alex is nervous like situation on the podcast is apparently talking as much as possible to avoid any awkward silence moment like moments of awkward silence in the episode so he'll just go and then somehow i ended up having to be the adult who was like stop we need we need to talk about something else accidentally um, like, the, the adult in any room is terrifying to me yeah, that happens to us a lot that's the worst because Innis is like the youngest person in most rooms. It is a uh, pretty funny. Speaking of averages, that he's beaten his players into submission so hard that when dice skew against them horrifically, they find him wherever he is in the room and lock eyes with him and go, "Average mate." <laughs> uh, other than that, over the weekend I ran an RTT for our, a local gaming group. As we continue to try to turn Chicago into something resembling an actual large city competitive scene. So it's we're still working on that. Yeah, no. And then I got to play three games with the psychic list over the weekend and then two other games during the week and just absolutely clobbered every single person with it that I played, including a Necrons list. Although that came down to a last moment horned chitin stratagem use where I Hell rolled yeah. a six on it and detonated the silent king with it, <laughs> which was hilarious. Endlessly hilarious and turned a tie into a win for me. I think got um, to play the guy, the architect behind that list. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. And essentially, that... he was just a touch overconfident, having torched the Swedens, the Swedes uh, Nids player twenty o the round previous, and kind of fucked around and found out with Matyrans <laughs> a little bit. Oops. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah, now Innes has created a new version of that list for me to try because Innes is a monster and wants me to test it for him. 
Oh, look, sorry, look, secret tag. Can't give away my LGT lists in advance. Nobody okay. pays attention to what I do in this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you're not speaking on your behalf right now. Speaks <laughs> on the behalf of the group or whatever. <laughs> Nobody ever pays attention to anything I enter into fucking tournaments. I guess. Now they will. Oh yeah, now now you guys should all pay attention to me. Yeah, they'll I... know that they come from Ennis. So though I mean, what other reason is there for being friends with Ennis? I kid. I love Ennis dearly. Oh, I was mean. I know. Spare bed. I think that. But really, the other that's spare There's like a color. there's like a show question later where somebody's like, "So Nathan, did you miss your co-hosts?" And I was like, "Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> I missed all of my co-hosts, including Jeremy, who is here planning stuff and giving me stats, and then both." Turbo ven violence vanilla down here on the left, and it's Just on the right. Now. It was Turbo. so quiet, and I had like so few people to talk to about random nonsense for like a whole week that it made me very sad. The group chat was real quiet this week. I have it to was. Say. It felt like we had all dropped off the face of the earth for some reason. Yes, like, like where did all my friends go? Discord. Where did all my friends go? Was really my thought the whole time. You had Cliff. I assume you and Cliff just have your own DMs. You, Cliff and Gary, have a like stack backstage, backstage, backstage. We actually just moved in. Me and Anthony. We just moved into the backstage proper. That's nice. Yeah, you guys get to see all of the weird, stupid. Well, except for the occasional time where Curie or Cliff send me a message with an idea, you all yeah. get to see. I just assume there's memes about me and Anthony in there that you just don't want us to see. I feel like because me and Anthony do that in our private chat for you guys, so. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I don't really think that we do that often. Occasionally. <laughs> very sure. often. Oh, yeah. fun side note from WTC. So I remembered when they were doing the podium thing that I made a bet with Australia about a tattoo that I have to follow up on. So Oh no. Yeah, so sometime eventually I have to get this as a tattoo on the shoulder. Because they won. They would the, what was the bet was the singles and the teams, right? Singles and teams, yeah. yeah. I, I watched Anthony remember he had made this bet in real time. It yeah. was very funny. <laughs> I, I, can I can take you to a tattoo shop while you're here in Chicago, Anthony. We'll get Maybe it figured we'll, out. Yeah. We'll he remembered that. while I, watching them go up on stream to do like their champagne popping. They popped their champagne, came off, and then he went, I have to get a tattoo. And then all of those went, holy shit, so you do. <laughs> yeah, they all lost it. It was really strong. <laughs> It was. I was like the bet, and solely locked eyes with me, and went the bet. <laughs> and, yeah, insanity. So we I we mean, just have Turbo and Innes to talk very, about their weeks. Then so solo and uh, Matt Morisoli and making bets is uh, oh, definitely not new. Yeah, the first bet that happened on the weekend was athlete. he had to run a hundred. Had to run a hundred meters in under thirty seconds for I think it was like two hundred euros. Um, yeah. So he's not a, not a small dude. <laughs> It's just oh, the Jesus. amount of dumb stuff that happened to WTC is great. Yeah. Some of it so, great as well, unfortunately. But, uh, so I guess we want to do like five seconds of week recap and then talk yeah, about WTC it. anecdotes yeah. for like so, an hour do, until uh, you two I'll die of exhaustion. We're going to do a little bit of stats for a little bit. And then we're going to do a little bit of plugs where I'm going to tell you about the stuff we do and why you should care. Then we're going to do like... 45 minutes where we just talk about WGC and then we'll answer some questions about WGC. Then we're going to bed because I am knackered. So let's do it. We're going to keep it chill. We got Jeremy here. We got we got Anthony here. We got Nathan here as our resident expert who can uh, 
have fun uh, and make sure we're staying <laughs> remotely on topic. Just a little. Um, so we'll talk about stats very quickly just from this last weekend. Uh, Cliff, Jeremy, and I are working on getting a bunch of stuff updated for the stats because Jeremy was gone and does all the aggregation is really the only person who knows how to do it. Um, and then Cliff runs the meta dashboard that uses the stats and then I use the stats to calculate overrep. People have been asking a lot. So the overrep will be on the meta dashboard basically as like towards the end of this week, once we figure out how to incorporate it. And once I get all the meta rep information incorporated into the data collections stuff that I've done, I've gathered all of the overrep data to do all the calculations since the start of Nephilim. So we'll do from the start of Nephilim for overrep through each cycle of the meta, and then it'll start again. Um, so you guys have that to look forward to because you keep asking about it in various different mediums, including the Discord. Uh, for this week, our faction top five is Tyranids, Space Marines, because they're conglomerated together of a bunch of different factions, Necrons, Chaos Marines, and then all of the factions are starting to get pretty squished together outside of that. Tyranids are, did the best for top tens and top fours with 15 top tens and six top fours. That's out of 120 top ten placements because there were 12 events over the weekend. Um... Marines had 13, 3, and then 1 GT win. Necrons had 12 top 10s, 6 top 4s, and 3 GT wins. Necrons may, may, may be a problem. Uh, Chaos Marines were next. They're really starting to pop up a lot with 10 top 10s, 3 top 4s, and 1 GT win. After that, we have a bunch of factions that are around like 8, and then 3 to 4 top 4s, which is Death Guard, Chaos Knights, Craftworld Eldar, Sisters of Battle, Tau, and Imperial Knights. And then stuff starts to drop off after that with Drukari at 6, and then Orcs, Harlequins, Custodes at 4, and then everything after that is like 2 or 1 top 10s and 1 to 0 top 4s. But one of the things that I really want to say real quick is that despite what people may say, Tau are also totally dead with 7 top 10s, 4 top 4s, and 3 GT wins over the weekend. So also definitely dead. They can join... Harlequins and Tyranids in the dead pile at the bottom of the heap. Yeah, they're just dumb, mate. Completely irrelevant. Uh, I wasn't seeing or anything. Yeah, totally irrelevant. Totally dead. Totally gone. I'm going to say, as that, anyone who played against Tau over the last week at the WTC at the War Masters, they are far from dead. Please, no more. <laughs> yep. War, Mas War Masters top 10, which is the singles event that happened before WTC, in case anybody missed the meta dash, like the meta update thread that happens on Warhammer Competitive each week. It was Necrons, Tyranids, Drukhari. Uh, I can't remember what Space Marines variety Salamanders. it was. Yeah. Salamanders. And then it was, it was Harlequins. Olivia, Olivia versus Salamanders, yeah. Another Marines player, then Craft, World Eldar, Imperial Knights, Harlequins, and then Drukhari again. So two Drukhari in the top 10. No Tau in the top 10 at WTC at the WTC Warmaster GT. But I guess maybe when you don't have Tom Ogden at the WTC to play Tau, you not Skark was see just that in his fucking robo chamber charging up. That's why. Yeah, Skark, Skark and uh, Harpster weren't playing weren't playing singles, so yeah. yeah. And that other Space Marines player was friend of the show, Sam Procopio from Ah, oh, with Blood Angels. Yeah. With Blood Angels. Who went Other undefeated than... and missed making the top four cut by two battle points? Yeah, yeah, he had like a tie, I believe, right by differential. Two draws. One, two draws. Okay. Yeah. 
Liam had a similar problem. <clears throat> Looking early at Liam VSL took a similar like a yeah. Liam lost to Jaime, who made the top four uh, in round one, and then just blasted through the rest of his people. Yeah, um, but didn't quite make enough battle points because it was done on um, it was done on tiebreakers then battle points. So you had mm-hmm. to be, uh, I think five on one. There was one person that made the cut, which was the person who had the most battle points. The five on ones. Yeah. But yeah, one of the things to keep an eye on and something that I've seen in the data basically across all of the weeks is that Necrons are doing um, exceptionally well. Um, they basically, except for one week, been one of the top three performing factions as far as placements and GT wins go. Uh, except for basically Necrons just... Terranids was the final of Leeds, which was the super major for this week. Yeah, Leeds was Tyranids, Necrons, Chaos Knights, and then Sisters for the top four with Death Guard and top five, and then two more Tyranids. Death Guard player actually Tyranids. finished second after the Swiss. He just couldn't play top cup. Oh, I get you. But yeah, there were three other Tyranids players in the top ten. Uh, Knights also are making kind of big inroads into competitive play with both Chaos Knights and Imperial Knights getting a lot of placements this week. Eight and two for top tens and top fours for chaos, and then seven and two for imperial knights, top tens and top fours. So big boop robots, and then little boop necrons. Necrons are making everybody else cry. Necron tears instead of their like um, Marshall Peterson scoring six hundred battle points out of six hundred at the. Uh... Wait, apparently he's done I... that two events in a row now. No, he's oh, dropped Jesus. twenty in twelve games. Oh, which oh, no. I believe was to a necron player. Yeah. Liam, I will uh, Liam Hackett's main uh, WCF list scored 698 battle points in seven games playing. at WCC yeah, level. I was going to say just playing dropping at WCC. Did he 100 you, Anthony? Like, I know you got a point off him on 19-1, but... Yeah, I just ended up dragging through for a point, but it didn't... I think he got... No, I think he got 100 against me. I think the only potential snag was code or purge. I mean, I can go look. Yeah, he only he scored ninety seven against me because he dropped one point on primary and two points on code. I didn't touch mm-hmm. his primary. I wasn't even close. Not on that mission. Playing Necrons on Death and Zeal is like offensive. You go second, and it's just like cool. I'm never actually can't win this ever. Yep. Nice. Yep. Played with conversion. <laughs> yeah. Same. Also great, not great. Great fun mission. Well, that's the stats for this week. Next week we'll have a more comprehensive review of stats because we'll all not be well. All the people involved with making sure the stats work correctly won't be terribly exhausted by international travel and herding sheep for an entire weekend while making Much sure like that uh, three hours. It was rough. <laughs> <laughs> My travel home was seventeen hours total. I am. It's pretty bad. So done with traveling. We, for got, now we, got an e- we got an email being like, be at the airport an hour before your flight, or an extra hour before your flight, so three hours. So we left we left Mecklen at like 8 a.m., having been out till 4 ish the night before. And then we got to the airport and we're like, your flight's delayed an hour. There's no security lines on. So, so we just sat at the airport for three and a half hours for no so reason. Found it. Oh, it's not going to show. Nope, not going to show. I am half of the battle points that Liam dropped at the event. <laughs> Did you did he only score ninety nine? One point one point against you. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So I guess Ines, do you want to transition us with plugs into the WTC content? Yeah, let's do it. So we are Stat Check. This is the main thing we do for 40k shows. 
Um, if you enjoy what we do, there are a few ways you can support us. A bunch of them are free, and we'd really appreciate if you start with those, even if you can't help us out with any of the other ones. Uh, let's let's do these bits. If you are watching us on YouTube or any other form of content aggregation platform, you can drop us a like, a subscribe, a review, anything like that. Uh, what we would really appreciate most is comments because comments really help us with getting out there and getting found by other people and showing to other people that we are active and engaged and that people like talking to us and not just you know sit and listen to us and we would really appreciate all those um every single comment we do our best to reply to as long as it happens within usually like a week or two of the episode but even then if you comment on one layer back we'll still get a notification and if it's got an interesting question or anything like that we'll try and pop back and answer you so that it would be deeply appreciated by all of us what you can also do if you're in a position to you can support us on patreon at patreon.com statchat and doing that will get you access to our discord which is a fairly active little community where we've got a bunch of good chat going on you can see the uh, the beans and bears channel which has got some of the finestly curated memes that i saw on twitter of all time uh that that's pretty much all it's for like it's the channel i use the very most um you could also see uh, a bunch of chat from wtc a lot of behind the scenes and stuff like that and also it gets you access to our bonus content which is stuff that we release generally every friday um we, i know we had uh, a week of a little less with uh, WTC, but with generalized exceptions, we try to get out at least fifteen to twenty minutes of content every Friday, and that goes out on the that goes out on the YouTube feed for everybody who is in the Discord. Uh, so if you are able to, we would really appreciate your support on that. If you're not, don't worry about it. We uh, are doing this because we want to anyway. That just helps us pay Curie for all the editing and make sure that we're keeping the tableau running, all that good stuff. If you want to see everything we do, you can check out stat-check.com. I think it's just that, right? Yep, yep, that's correct. Cool. Yeah, it's been a while since I've had to check it specifically. Um, stat-check.com, where you can see our uh, faction rankings, our meta rankings, whether that's um, one of the CRS, which is your faction adjusted score, or just pure yellow, which is terrible, but we have it because it's fun. Uh, or if you want to see the meta dashboard, which Cliff and Curie provide the data for and curate, then you can see that there. That has been a wonderful resource that I really enjoyed using for WC. So my pleasure there. Matrix is wrong. Um, it's what it's really there for. And to make it's pretty our much, players It's pretty bad. much just there for me to say, no, you're not positive into Necrons. Stop saying you're positive into Necrons. <laughs> Only I am positive into Necrons with Terranids because I can go first and win or go second and lose. <laughs> That's basically the same thing as being positive, right? Definitely. Definitely the same yeah, thing. Yeah, just muted. Someone nerf that destroyer unit, dude, please. <laughs> the seven-man destroyer <laughs> unit that just deletes whatever it looks at. My poor warriors, dude, they weren't ready. Turns out, full rerolls to wound is pretty good against levy warriors. Yeah, to hit also those rat bastards. <laughs> hey, it's only reroll ones unless they're next to the Silent King. Or two or reroll ones at plus one to hit if they're not. It's fine. It's fine. Who knew it's everything fine. being able to get full rerolls was good? Kel Kelster, Anthony's not subtly wearing those colors. He's wearing a Team Australia shirt. Yeah, this is just <laughs> <laughs> subtle. Yeah, subtle this like is, an Australian. Uh, I think this one's Liam's. Um, I have Eric's as well. I burned two USA jerseys for Australia jerseys, and that's why I don't have one yet. Uh, thanks. It's coming. <laughs> no, I gave you one. I gave you the no, one you I'm wearing. Uh-oh. I'll get one uh -oh. sent to you. It's fine. No, it's fine. I'll get it next time I see you. I'm just winding you up. Yeah. Doesn't take much right now. I'm real tired. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the most most subdued violence that we'll ever probably get.
Yeah, probably. <laughs> Dude, I definitely left stuff at that venue. Like, I have the end of day three was just like, I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> I was drinking crazy Icelandic liquor with their captain and Hell doing yeah. all sorts of stupid <laughs> shit. I was definitely just walking around offering my head flash to people. I was walking so, around accepting whatever drinks people were giving away. It was lovely. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess on that note, we can talk a little bit about everybody's experiences. Yeah, Why don't we start with day one? <laughs> let's start with the singles, should we? Oh, that's Thank where we'll start. Not flying into Scotland and drinking an under oh, yeah, you, local you at should, 10.30 you in the morning. Us, you should tell <laughs> us about your Scotland trip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I fly out of New York at... 10 30 p.m. is i think when the plane takes off and i land in scotland fucking bright-eyed and bushy-tailed at 9 a.m so i take a plane to take a 30 minute walk to take a hour and a half uber to meet up with ennis you guys got an uber Jesus, of yeah of course we did of course brian got you an uber yeah me and brian absolutely got an uber and I was like, we'll split it. And he was like, cool. And then we just never talked about it again. Um, I think I owe Brian some money. I got to talk to him about that. Um, <laughs> there, there's Brian. Yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah girl. There he is. My, my, my sugar mama on this trip. Big Brian. <laughs> um, so then I met Ennis and his team, and the first thing that happened when I walked in the door after they made me try that drink whose name I can't remember off the top I of my head. That's it. Which, for the posterity, just is not good. You have to have grown up on that to consider that good. Or mix it with liquor. There's no world where, of its own volition, you drink that and you go, I would like more of that on purpose. <laughs> um... Right after a sip of that, they handed me something affectionately called Dragon Soup, which is just unnerfed for Loco. And <laughs> I drank that for a bit, and I got about halfway through the can, and I was like, oh, it tastes pretty good. And I was like, oh, no, that's terrible. The second you think it tastes good, you're lost. It's over already. And it was like 11 in the morning. It was way too early for that. So, fucked about for a bit. Uh, did I play a game that day? I don't think so. No, you you watched me play a bunch of games. Yeah, I started playing uh, the game too. That's what happened. Um, yeah, you were not in a fit emotional state to play for a game. No, I had gotten like an hour and a half of sleep on the plane. And then we hung out, we went out, and then I got like two hours of sleep at Ennis's house. And then we did it all again. Uh... Somewhere in the interim there was like a munchie box and a cavalcade of food that was fried and not good for me. Um, yeah, if you if you join the Discord, you can see quite a few of these pictures of just Anthony looking sad. Yeah. Scotland the way Anthony described it well enough to Lennon's like, I might come to Scotland. Yeah, it's true. It was actually lovely. Like the everything was really pretty. The food was all really good. The weather was actually fantastic. Um, I love a good, like, in Freedom Units, 70 degrees in the middle of, like, the beginning of August. That is perfection. Stellar. Yeah, it was so nice. Um, and, yeah, so there was, uh, 
that was a good time. Uh, the second day was cool. We got to play a couple of practice games, and us played Sisters when we played. Yeah, I played Monty Sisters listening to you and definitely understood what I was doing completely. Yeah, there was no mistakes made except for my Zoanthropes rolls. <laughs> um, Took eight to eight damage smites from Switchwoods from the same squad as Zoanthropes on eight's effort, exactly killing them both times. Just kind of snap those chicks out of existence. He also had five rets in a ruin set up to either shoot on death me with four rerolls or overwatch me with four rerolls. So I did the better play and neuroparasited them for five out of five four ups on the mortal wounds. Just turn them all to ash. <laughs> God damn it. I do. I will say that it is real fun with like any zone throw heavy list to just roll five super smites across a couple phases and just watch oh, your yeah. army just vanish to like 30 mortal wounds. Yeah, yeah, it's it's something special. And you just said that, like I don't I don't love this unit, but I understand why my opponent hates it. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much right. I, every time I use Zoanthropes, I'm like, it's not it's not my favorite unit, but man, it makes you sad sometimes. <laughs> I, I get why they're okay at 150 points. Like they're not broken, but it feels no. so bad getting yeah. smited. It's way more annoying when you leave one on one wound and then they smite you next to a neurothrope and heal the full. That is true That's suffering. My favorite thing, actually. It's beautiful. Yeah. So, I like it when you perils with a, with a neurothrope, take three damage, and you're like, I heal this back automatically. Yeah, just literally instantly. Um, so yeah, that was a uh, that was part of the part of the Scotland fun. Um, Anthony saw a church in my little town that was like maybe four or five hundred years old and he was like that's amazing and i'm like dude we gotta yeah, get like, you shown some places i was like wow that thing is so cool it's so old what did you think of the cathedral of mechlin oh yeah that was wild i mean like you walk into that place and you understand like why people were so religious back then if you're like oh you hit the dirt with an axe for a living and then you come in this place i get it um so yeah that was scotland and then i flew into belgium Ironically, all of my flights that I took, except for, like, literally the one into Scotland, had someone I knew on it, like, basically next to me, completely on accident. So, Brian and I had the same flight into uh, Belgium, like, the same day and everything, obviously. So, we just flew together. Um, Got some Indian food in Edinburgh. That was really good. And then we flew to Belgium. And... For, for context on Edinburgh, Anthony somehow missed the castle that's literally in the center, elevated above the skyline, a solid kilometer. I'm impressed. Like, the only thing you can see when you walk through central Edinburgh is no the one castle. Anthony about it, Anthony missed and I didn't it. look. I was, to the left, there was some, like, cathedral, and I got distracted looking at that, and then Brian didn't point to the castle. And that was what happened. You got to remember that Anthony's like sight line is like a solid foot below yours. So really, yeah. all he sees are are huts. Yeah, if you try and draw a line of sight from scarabs, you can never see anything. And so it's the same with Anthony. You never see yeah. anything. Yeah, I just miss things and people point them out to me. <laughs> so the singles. I played my team's list. Jeremy, you played a Dark Angels Hell Abomination. Yeah, I played my Ravenwing list that I've been playing for a few GTs, and I got vibe-checked hard. You had the pleasure of playing my teammate, right? We'll get to that. Anthony, yeah. you didn't play. You just walked about being a gremlin. 
Yeah, I had country <laughs> flags on. Woo! Getting handed math problems by Chris all day. Yeah, that was rough. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite bit. You can see lie. Anthony's hope die of being good at math. Somewhere around the third sheet of paper, he just turned around 69. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the the fourth one, I think, is where I just, like, I didn't even write, I didn't even, like, jokingly write something on it. I literally looked at it and wrote, like, oh, yeah, not a chance, and then just gave it back. <laughs> I just remember getting one of them. You did, like, one of them almost completely correctly that I wasn't necessarily expecting you to do because on the one before that you'd written this is too much, this is too many problems, but the next yeah. week you did like all of it, and I was like, what the hell, Anthony? <laughs> I think it was round three to round four. Yes, yeah. where he did all of the linear algebra ones like by himself and got all but I think one or two of them correct because I looked through it. You just, you just forgot what seven times A was on one of them, that's all. Yeah. That's it's probably it's a hard one though. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> but yeah, watch for the bonus content this week, and you can watch Anthony's Hope and Civilization die. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, but if the continue. world collapsed tomorrow and we needed to know that to rebuild it, we would be fucked. It's true. So Jeremy, tell us more about your singles experience with the Ravenwing list and why you feel like you just got suplexed into the dirt. Well, first of all, concrete fucking floors. <laughs> yeah, so I, you know, I'm going to look at this right now because I can't remember. Um, I average something like 20 to 22,000 steps a day. You did a lot more than me because you were having to walk through it. I, I think I'd managed, I think I managed 70 kilometers in seven days. Yeah, I, I need to look up exactly what it was, but it was something insane. But yeah, concrete fucking floors. Um Brian, I spent a little bit of extra time at his table whenever I could because he had a mat. <laughs> Makes sense. And it was so relaxing to stand on that mat. Um, but yeah, singles list, I ran Ravenwing. It's the list that I've talked about before that I've, that I've run for, I think this is the fifth GT that I ran it at. Um, but it was double outrider, all the speeders and melt bikes you could fit into a list. Um, my first game was against uh, a very, very sad admec player who this was his first big event and i just i 20 owed him there was no mercy because i knew it was a differential score and it was going to matter uh which set me up perfectly to go into the swiss imperial knights list of which i actually would have won if an armor had not lived on one wound for two turns Trust. that was yeah, exactly. I was just like, I put half my army into you. I put half my army into you again. No, 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 no. You're just going to live, and that's going to be my life. Super friendly player. He ended up going through three Canadians and beating all of them, so I felt less bad with my loss at each moment after each game. He just, he went, just kept final bossing you guys. Yeah, and, and in fact, he went all the way to, to round six uh, undefeated until he ran into Jaime Paris's nids, and he got stat checked. Okay. Um, and he went undefeated in the actual WTC event as well. Um, so I'm actually going to be running his list this weekend at a major that I'm going to. <laughs> nice. Because I was like, if it can beat me, I could beat pretty much any scrub at this at, at a local major. I can be any Canadian with this. <laughs> exactly. it's, already got, it's already inflicted psychological damage. It has. Both Chris and, and Chaos Knights, came so out of that. They tried to Imperial Knights, actually. Minus one. Oh, right. Some national traumas already set in across because of this Imperial Knights list. All of yeah, Canada feels traumatized by it. 
as each one of my teammates went into it, I warned them, he's a really good player, it's a good list, he's going to catch you off guard, because we are not used to playing against good night players locally. So, uh, and then after that, uh, I played into the Belgian Necrons, and on the Scouring, and the Belgian Necron list has 18 Scorpec Destroyers in it. That is not a recipe for good times for the Ravenwing. So I just got 20 owed. Uh, and then after that, I kind of gets fuzzy as to what I played into because that was when we got into day two. I know I played Chris first thing in the morning, um, went first into him on a table where he couldn't hide, killed the unit of Sangard, killed the unit of Death Company, and another three Sangard. Uh, and then he connected with every single six to nine inch charge that he could possibly make. Turn one charging Centurions, Anthony. It happened. Yep, turn one charging centurions actually happened because I forgot about the plus two move. Uh, sorry, the plus two move doesn't affect them, but I forgot. Um, yeah, I forgot that they that they were pretty close to me. I was uh, not paying attention to that. So that was a that was a lovely little oops. Uh, and then round five and six, I genuinely don't remember what I played against. I was by that point very very sloshed. I think I played. I know I won one of those games, but I, or both of those games, but I don't remember what I played. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, go for it. I have it in my phone, so I can. I, I should just look at my you phone. You played Frank Robert in game five with his sisters. Oh yeah, uh, never found that was that was a sad game. Six Paragon um, War suits. Yeah, he left the Paragon War suits exposed. Turn one to me. He took his first turn, was very passive, took like a couple pot shots and put a wound, put two wounds on a bike on a regular bike, then lost the Paragon War suits, lost a unit of Repentia. Turn two, lost another unit of Repentia, lost another unit of Paragon War suits. Turn three, brought in his his Repentia um, with the intention of charging me. I had forgotten again. I was not present at this point in the game. Um, forgot that when you come in from strat reserves you can come in on your board edge and i had a talon master sitting about five inches away from his board edge but said talon master could also see him so you did you auspect scan that i didn't auspect scan him i overwatched him and because i had arbiter's gaze on my, oh. my talon master i hit on twos well i warned him because i was like you're you're charging the talon master the talon master that has wiped two units of repentia solo on his own already He's hitting on twos in Overwatch. Yeah, I'm charging the Talmaster. Rolled the Heavy Bolter, killed four. Rolled the, As I was picking up the Assault Cannon dice to roll, he just picked up the rest of the unit. So you created so, some national trauma for somebody else, is what I'm hearing. I, I definitely did. <laughs> and then round six, I played against uh, Fyodor. I remember this now. It was Hail of Doom. Uh, and it came down to, I won by, I think it was a point, 11-9. Um, but the only reason I won that game was a unit of dire avengers that was guided shooting into a unit of attack bikes that was doomed killed two attack bikes average math yeah yeah math it works <laughs> average it works mate. average mate very friendly but you could tell that he was very tilted by the end of that game because his dice just like he hit and wounded so much and i was rolling i it was my first game playing with the new wtc gem dice I was I was rolling them and I was just like, man, these dice roll really well. <laughs> just making all my four ups. Oh no. Uh, so yeah, finished three and three, no. middle bottom of the pack. Um, yeah, definitely was a, a 
an eye-opening experience as to how well that list does not do into the national, the international scene. <laughs> yeah. I will say the WDC was really good for breaking my brain as far as like, oh, this is good. No, this isn't good. Like loads of that information from the event isn't actually applicable in American singles, but a bunch yeah, of it will be. A bunch of it is. You just gotta siphon through that data. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of info. Yeah, I'll but super had... quickly run through my singles because it's the less interesting of my two events. Um. I played Lord from the French team in his Knights round one. Uh, he went first and five checked a harpy, and then I five checked his army. This is going to happen a lot. I went second a lot in the singles. I watched that happen. It was pretty funny. <laughs> and this kept coming up to me after every game. I went second again. Yeah. And I think by about I went round... second every game but one. Yeah. I offered to roll as my first dice once, and he just wouldn't let me, and then he went second. <laughs> game two, I played uh, Will from the Canadian team. Uh, and I went second, and that he failed to vibe check a harpy, and then that I failed to vibe check a harpy, and then he failed to vibe check a harpy, and then I finally killed a harpy, but it was too late. He was in my deployments on taking my banners down. Uh, we drew that game because we played in uh, Recover the Relics, which is known as the four draw mission for a reason. Um, we could have both just sat there and drawn at each other and scored a 10 10, or we could run at each other and score a 10 10. Um, so we ran at each other and scored a 10 10. Will was a fantastic sport, though. Uh, Will um, forgot to do something that ended up massively backfiring when he remembered to do it uh, because it disengaged his one turn of Warriors that managed to stop me turn being a disaster for me. Um, so Will was a massive sport for that one, and I am very appreciative of him for doing that. I probably would have done better for the event if I just lost the game 11-9 and submarined it a little bit, but, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's not important. Uh, game three, I think, is the game I played against the, par the nine Paragon Warsuits list. Uh, which I managed to do on the board where there's six crates in the middle that they can't cross. There you oh, go. No. But I went second. It's just walked onto the board and scored a million. Scored a million points. It's like I have scored ten sacred ground already. I'm like, you fucking want me? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I won that game thirteen-seven. He sure did it to you. <laughs> he sure did walk onto the midboard and score a million points for free for existing. Game four, I played. The Ulthway player that had played my teammate round one, which I went second and uh, didn't actually lose a harpy this game. It was one of the few games that didn't lose a harpy round one. Instead, my Zorthorps got charged by Shining Scorpions, which I did not enjoy much. Um, but it was fine because one lived and smited out, smited himself out. Uh, I won that game 17 <laughs> 3, I think. But again, I went second, so I didn't score a bunch of points. Uh, cradle feasting and chasing down Baharoth, not the most conducive thing in the world. Like, Come here, I need to eat your brains. Come on. I just, just picturing like a bunch of like Tyranid warriors like trying to run after Baharoth, and he just keeps like jumping an extra two inches further than they can go. So the Tyranid warriors are just conststantly just like a little bit behind him as he like uh I what's connected that with chase him, music I connected with him you? twice. Uh the, so I managed to get a big flesh of charge over a bunch of crates. Um like move move advanced, just jumped the crates. Uh, got the charge on Baharoth, put three damage on him. Uh, he had taken one from Explosion already, and then on the last turn, the Broodlord had a chance, and uh, the guy he puts four wounds on him, and the guy goes, save, save. I will roll the last turn. I'm like, dude, you have two sixes sat there, just all past them. And he was like, oh, yeah. And then started rolling his dice, and I'm like, dude, just stop. Dude, just auto-six <laughs> them. Fine. It's fine. We don't have to do this. 
Did he pass them anyways? Just no, he didn't roll you. them. I didn't let him okay. roll them. I didn't need to know. Uh, <laughs> oh man, th- that guy rolled five save passes turn one. Had all all because he was playing all the way, so you got extra die. You had five sixes. My heart was looking at him. We're like, right, so we just don't do damage this turn, do we? Great, stellar. They didn't do Amazing. much damage. And then in game five, I played. He wasn't take. French. That's the one thing I'm remembering. <laughs> he wasn't French. So I played therefore Justin eliminated from the Dutch country. team, which is the one game in the singles <laughs> I went first, and it was great. I got to play any percent kill 150 rack speedrun. Um, so I flew my harpies about taking oh, yeah. three damage all game because he didn't have any guns and killed 150 racks in two turns. Yeah, he had that was like six ossifactors, and that was his gun. Six ossifactors, and, and he had a venom, and he had a venom. raider. No, he didn't. Not after turn one, he didn't. Not after turn one, he didn't. But he didn't have a raider. Yeah, no, that that game was real rough. I basically managed to stage the game where the Harpies went in and did whatever they want. I shot the squad that was closest to me and then staged just far enough away that if he went for me, something was going to fail a charge. Because I'm like, you can roll a bunch of sevens and eights at me. You're not going to make all of them, and you need to make all of them. And then the Archon and Drazar failed, and only one of them could CP reroll. Mm. So the Archon goes in, Drazar stood there, and I'm like, right, so I don't lose any of this this turn now. Yep, that sounds about but right. But it wasn't getting better for him. You had, he had to try, because if he waits another turn, he's down another 40 racks, and hand has got a grotesque, or down yeah. a character mm-hmm. or two. So it's like, there was no good way for him to play that game. He played it as best he could, but uh, I'm pretty sure I got a 15-5 in that game. Um, because he still scored a ton of primary because you know, 100 racks. Oh, shit. Jeez. And then my last game, I played Matt Morisoli. Wait, no, I'm getting an email from my fucking teammate Brian saying that that's not true. I actually played Liam Hackett because I got repaired because my teammate can't count. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that was funny. So I guess we me. should tra- transition to... Uh, Eric Lutheris popping into chat. We transitioned to boy our... Liam's real good at Warhams. I wish he hadn't abused me so hard. Uh... <laughs> Before Turbo falls asleep in the left-hand corners, I watch him generally just suffer in my in the video stream. Yeah, Why don't we move over to talking about the team event? Let's talk about the teams. Oh, and congratulations to Liam, who played me in round six for winning the team event, for winning the singles event with four gold stars in the Silent King. Playing a list that he... Out loud said was trolling that he, yeah, wrote but I'm not sure he was the right. List yeah. Deadline, yeah, two hours, two hours, sorry, two hours. Okay, still ridiculous. He's also yeah. real good. I don't know, I don't know if you are, he, he is quite good. He lost, but he did lose once yeah. in the singles event, yeah. He yeah, played a list that he, relevant. he played a list that he physically could not do damage to, <laughs> and he killed three models the whole game. <laughs> it turns out that, uh, that, that AP one strength four. Uh, one damage, damage one. isn't great at killing uh, Scarab Occult Terminators. No, nope, sure is right, yeah. Anyway, should we talk about the WC proper so we can make Curie Shop? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we should. We should talk about the WTC proper. So first, 
why don't we just talk about day one? We talk just generally about your experiences and then sure. we can talk about some matches maybe that you guys remember properly because I know eventually you guys also wanted to sleep you know that and answer questions. One, that one gift there is of the guy at like the family barbecue just walking around slapping everybody. And they're like, yeah. yes. you stop? How was your group stage, Anthony? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our group stage was, was rough. Uh, so we played against Iceland and... It was fairly one-sided. Uh, I face-tanked their team captain after having played him at LVO as well. Um, and the rest of my team kind of just ran Roshad through them. We were expecting our round two to be really difficult because the Netherlands put up 144 in their first round against the Latvians. Um, and then we played them and hung a triple-digit score on those boys as well. And then we played the Latvians and did the same thing, giving us a really comfy battle point cushion for the rest of the event, right up until we drew against the Aussies. So, yeah, day one was a uh, one-sided. Uh, I also got, like, the people in our pod were just like, we're not even going to try to mitigate Anthony. We're just going to feed the beast. And I got to play <laughs> Orcs. And I got to play against a Talus that was not prepared to kill warriors efficiently. And Kraken. And Kraken. Oh, no. The worst of the Turretive fleets that's actually good. The worst is strong. It's the worst, it's the worst playable high fleet. There's only know. two playable high fleets, Anthony. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like... It's not nice, but it is true. Shout out to Robo getting annihilated by Blood Angels because he couldn't have transhuman. Yeah. Every time I'm like, I don't I just don't want my tarrant being wounded on twos ever. I just don't yeah. think that that's a thing I should have to live with as a person. Yeah, or pay command points for. Well, no, yeah, no, no, that's what you. I'm saying. Gross. Command points on the tarrant exist for running. That's right. Yeah, just get the fuck out of there instead. They didn't run a custom, Alex. They were playing Leviathan. Yeah, it's Leviathan with Spine Scoop. <laughs> yeah, Leviathan. it's Leviathan yeah. with a different sub-adaptive. It's whatever they gave the fancy-named one to failing a charge lets you normal move Relentless three inches. Relentless hunger. Yeah, that's yes. it. Which is real funny because you watch those zoanthropes pop right back into a ruin. Yeah. Whee! That man walked up to me, declared a charge against six different units, didn't even roll it, and then just moved on to an objective. And I was like, cool. Nice. <laughs> it is my favorite thing to be like, I'm going to declare that unit I can't get to because I can't go through my own models. Uh, so, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, My Malaceptor doesn't have fly, so this ruin is presenting quite an impediment to me charging you. So I'm charging you. Uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty funny, actually. <laughs> that whole thing I was really a bit of a mess. You are Casting within 12 inches, but I need a, a field charge <laughs> yeah. to get there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, our our, our our group stage was a bit a bit reckless. How did your guys' group stage go? Uh, what's the what's the opposite of fun? Um, uh, actually, no. misery. <laughs> that's, that's a lie. How misery, misery loves company. So us in Norway had a real good game one and two. How? Uh, uh, how f how long did it take for you to get frustrated by your greens bringing home four points? If they brought back four points, we'd have probably won a couple rounds. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. Let me start with a with a with a healthy disclaimer. Team Scotland is a new team. 
we are still getting to grips with this. We are still working on the whole concept of matrixing well. Um, so some players put in some very some very confident match predictions like, I'm pretty sure I beat Necrons. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor Turbo. Almost almost choked on his water there. Um, yeah, so Anthony almost choking on his water is more or less like if you imagine the water is Necrons and Anthony is my players. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, so we had a we had a pretty rough go. We I think we for what it was we held it pretty close. Like we scored fifty eight and sixty two or something in that region against both Spain and Germany, who both ended up doing really well at the tournament. Uh, Germany obviously podiuming. Um, we held fairly close to our own. I want to say um, a lot of that was down to me taking a matchup that should be like a twelve and just deciding I wasn't happy with that. Um, helps a lot when you're just. I went first, so uh, for every for every game I went I went second in the singles. I, I took my anger. I went I went first six times in the main event. Uh, I just decided that no, I was I was going to use my harpies. I brought them for a reason. The reason is to put you in the ground. Yeah, it's a good reason. Yeah, every every day except day three that worked really well. Uh, <laughs> oh harpies! Yeah, so uh, I think we combined. I think. Across the two Germany rounds, we unfortunately won a combined total of three, one, and thirteen as a team, um, which is not how you want to start the event. It doesn't help you on a morale and like a morale level where you're just like kind of getting beasted a whole bunch. Um, we had a lot of really close games, a lot of really good games like against Germany. None of our games were blowouts. We held it to like you know we got like fifteen five and thirteen seven. It was just everywhere. So yeah, all our matchups that were like th- all our matchups that were threes, we got the low side of a three. All the matchups that were like a green, we got a draw instead, kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. So it just ended up being, you know, they were a little bit more practiced than us. Maybe I'm not going to say they were better players than us because I don't want to. I don't want that to be the takeaway because there's always things we could have worked on here. But they were better prepared. They had better lists. They had Necrons, uh, which is pretty pretty nice. Pretty helps quite a lot. Yeah, it's strong. Um, so yeah, that was uh that was games one and two. Game three, we had the pleasure of playing Norway, who I don't believe we played in a while. We played them in twenty sixteen, which is just or twenty seventeen, which is what I was coaching, and they were all really good guys. But they have a very new team this year as well, and uh, we kind of did the same thing to them that, they, that had had been done to us. Uh, I took their Necron player, and I was just I said to him before the game, "I'm here to take out some anger issues, buddy. I don't think your list does is very good into me." Uh, and then I told him my secondaries, and I before he had started like looking at. I just was like, so I'm taking behind enemy lines. Uh, before we'd like, he had like, look, secondary. So like, These are mine. You can pick yours now. Yeah. There you go. And then, uh, then I did that to him. Uh, <laughs> it's one of, one of those games where your opponent just kind of misevaluates your threat range and how much you can do with the misevaluated threat range. And you Uh-oh. get to just advance and charge warriors off a of five-inch advance and just be in your opponent's deployment zone now, and you're not leaving once you're there. Yeah. We did have the pleasure of playing against their um, their Terrence player. Their Terrence player, who ended up being the second-highest scoring player of the tournament, uh, beat the brakes off our Admech. So it's not like it was just an easy round. Like There was definitely um, definitely some good friends that they still scored 60 points. As I look forward to seeing what Norway do in the future because they're really good to play. Spain and Germany also absolutely no issues. Wonderful people to play against. Uh, the Germans had a bit of unfortunates with um, some stolen equipment after the event, and there's a um, oh, there's a GoFundMe. I got there's a, a GoFundMe for that. for that, which we'll plug in the we'll plug put in the description for this one. 
Um, but the Germans unfortunately got robbed, uh, lost all their streaming equipment, bunch of money and stuff like that, which was really unfortunate. They're really good guys, and I think we're going to pitch them for home nations this year because they were really fun to play against, and they're really good. So, Plus me and Fred took pregnancy photos because I'm so much fatter than him. So. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeremy, how did your group stage go for the team, for Team Canada? So I do want to highlight before we get into this, this is the GoFundMe for the uh, for the German team for them to re- have their equipment replaced. If by some miracle everything ends up getting returned to them, this is just going to go towards funding Team Germany 2023. Either way, going to us to an absolutely amazing uh, cause. Um, I feel terrible that what happened to them happened to them in the middle of celebrating a podium finish and came back and find their stuff gone. So um, yeah, really? our day one we had arguably the best pod or the most fun pod you could ask for you, you guys had, had the english speaking speaking pod plus sweden right so yeah yeah we had we had well i mean wales so debatably english speaking <laughs> they added That's a couple harsh. extra consonants in every letter or every word just you know for fun. every letter <laughs> tom skip round one please <laughs> oh, I have to talk about it. so we played wales round one um so i was the coach so i had i, I didn't i obviously didn't play in anything i just went through and uh yelled at my teammates to be like no you said you were gonna get me a 12 can you please get me a 12 not a six that happened were you sure are you sure you weren't coaching skull <laughs> so I actually went through, and I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna post this anywhere, but I went through and did a performance assessment to see how the the team did overall, and I was just like, all right, this is your predictions. This is your predictions going first or second. You went first or you went second. I have all these lovely sheets that I was filling out as the as Screenshot the that, going You on. can sell that. Yeah, yeah, go for it. If you can read my handwriting. Um, it might be worth something to you, but that was Wales on, on there. And overall, like the guys actually weren't that bad. On average, our team was off by one point across the eight players every round, every every game. It's just, every that's because some of your players were wildly up and some were wildly down. There were there were two that there was one that was wildly up, there was one that was wildly down, and the other six were actually very close in all of their predictions there were two um that missed their prediction by there was one that misses prediction by two battle points overall the entire event and the other one that missed it by five so i was That's like good. i was very happy with those two players because i knew that i could throw them into almost any matchup and they would get me the 10 points out of curiosity is that averaged across the five or is that absolute value off so like were they is that because they were like up three and one down two and another and that averages to plus one? Yeah. Or was it they were off by five, they were off by two, they were off by blah blah blah. And the no, absolute it's not, value it's not absolute. I should off. do absolutes next, but right now I was just looking at how far down or how far I, up. I would recommend it being trying to look at it on the absolute value because well, the average of how far they were off doesn't help a lot because if you're off by twenty in one game, um and then you go like you go you predict like a fifteen, you get a ten in one game, that puts you down ten. And then you're up a little bit on all your other predictions. It'll average out to looking pretty neutral, but that's definitely not what happened. Your player underpredicted and had a blowout game. Um, yeah. So just keep an eye on that because it can. And I will say the one the player on that one will definitely last you. The two players that had the biggest, the three players that had the biggest swings. Um, one was he wildly underpredicted his his games and just blew them out. Um, now, mind you, some of them were mirrors where they lists were identical, so it just came down to pure player skill. That should have been a 10, but wasn't. 
Yeah, that should have been a 10, but it was an 18. So the other player. No, really you, that up. should be a swing. Yeah. Yeah. Which we, which we marked it as a swing and said, we don't want this bearing. And then they rejected him and he wound up in the pile where we rejected him. Anything you know. <laughs> yeah. The other um, thing to watch for on that one um, if you told your player to push at any point, mark, mark that in your notes. Oh, I have that marked. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, there, there, are, there, were two, there were two very big games for one particular player where I told him to push. We ended up winning the round, but with a position when I was looking at it at that particular update, we were losing the round. So I was like, I'm going to need like two extra points or three extra points from you. Take a risk. And then the risks didn't pan out. And he ended up. I'll just roll the nine inch than, charge. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll just make a nine inch charge and then lose and then fail to kill anything. Don't recommend Ooh. that. Our Perel, our player, got two 11 inch charges done to him turn one. Uh, all right, game oh, one against oh, Thousand no. Suns. It's yeah, like the one armor you don't want to give extra ability, and Thousand's just like 11 is charge, 11 is charge. I guess I win. Yeah, so, so Wales was great. Um, they were a ton of fun to play. Um, we scored 100 something points into them. Um, there was, in some cases, a clear skill disparity. In some cases, we got the pairings that we really wanted. Um, but they were just absolutely lovely. Sweden was where we got chat, which we really got challenged. Um, we, I was talking with their coach, and he was like, "Yeah, we got the pairings we wanted." And we we're like, "Oh no, we got the pairings we wanted." <laughs> uh oh, one of us is super wrong. One of us is super wrong. Turns out it was us, and that uh, we really should not have paired our Tyranids into their Tyranids, hmm. because the Swedish Tyranid list is designed to kill Tyranids, and uh, it went from what was designed to kill warriors. Specifically. Yeah, predicted it didn't be so a, hot against the so predicted by my tiered player to be a thirteen, and I should have looked at that number more carefully when doing pairings, and he got a three. Yeah, Ouch. that's rough. Yeah, that's a bad guy. And and we missed the draw by exactly that differential. So that oh, pain. Because the other the other team the other players tended to be pretty close to what they said they were going to get me, so I wasn't. It, it was pretty good. Uh, and then round three, we played Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland were absolutely lovely. Um, but as Cattle was talking about afterwards, their captain's the best. He's so lovely. Cattle is lovely. It's Cattle also pronounced Cattle, guys. Just to make sure you get that right. Yeah, yeah. you just read Cattle. the back of my shirt. Cattle. No, no, Cattle. I'm going to call him Cattle. 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 Yeah. It feels more right to say it the other way for some reason, and I'm not it's sure. Right, what it's, it is. it's actually pronounced Cattle. But, yeah. Anyways, Cattle. Um, he was their 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 whole team was just absolutely lovely. I got to meet Holsey, who I've known for years online and never had the opportunity to meet until today until that. Um, and we soundly put them into the ground by the same margin that we put Wales into the ground by. Um, there Brutal. was there were definitely some. By this point, we also discovered that our Drakari list was absolutely amazing in the Necrons. Hmm. which was not something that had come out when we had tested it. It turns out that uh, apparently Drukari that can turn off OBSEC is pretty good in topsec Necrons. Yeah. And when you can just swarm the board of racks, Grotesque, and Incubi, it works out in your favor pretty well. Having the fly keyword against Necrons makes them a lot less scary. So I've heard. 27 Scarabs in the way. It's pretty good. That's real real annoying <laughs> all right day two we got our draws overnight who were you all playing uh england that was big news in the uh, on the internet when everybody was talking about the day two pairing between us and england man that was funny because that like was one of our easier rounds 
Not personally. I got fucking rocked, but <laughs> it worked out for everybody else. It's okay. The, like, I mean, that's the point, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Take the take the stuff that. Ah, yes, that was the round where I put a number in the matrix, and then someone who shall be unnamed for now changed it, and then gave me shit when I didn't hit the number. <laughs> that was good. Um, yeah. That round was fun. I played a game uh, against Mr. Alex Harrison. Um, we that was it. I lost. <laughs> like it wasn't super exciting. I stood in the middle and did warp ritual and smacked baby knights for points, and then his secondaries are untouchable, and I could barely put up banners because he kept putting obsec knights on things and killing me. They're pretty good at that. Yeah, yeah, they do the murder slam well. Um, that stupid battle cannon is terrible into armor of contempt and really good at killing warriors. <laughs> yeah, it is. God, I hate that thing so much. Yeah, that thing's <laughs> stupid annoying. Because I know in my heart, when from when I played knights, that it's not good most of the time, but it's really good in the Tyranids. Um, and it does have the best bondsman. Oh, the paladin by far has the best bondsman. Yeah, Rural wants to hit him with shooting in combat. It's pretty good. Yeah, it turns out. Um, so maybe. Just a I, dropped that, I dropped that round, but on the whole, we were able to flip a lot of matchups and broadly hold the line, and we put up another another triple-digit win. So yeah, that was round one of day two was real good. How'd you guys do? Curie? Because I'm trying to remember who we played. Oh, uh, we went into Finland, um, and I had a great time with their coach. Uh, most of my players had amazing rounds. They just really enjoyed themselves. Uh, but we broadly missed the mark on a couple matches. Um Namely, our uh, our Tyranids going into Imperial Heights did not go well. Hmm. And Fair. by this point, we were starting to reconsider how we were going to be doing um, the Matrix for the Tyranid player because there were a lot of. It turns out a lot of games were either a lot swingier or a lot just were not the way that we were hoping that they were going to be. Yeah, okay. I was pretty broadly annoyed with my list by like round two. Um, there were so many aspects of it that if I just changed like tiny things, it would have been like hilariously better. One chaff unit, please, for the love of God. Yeah. Oh my God. Units. You mean like a unit of gargoyles? No, like one, no, 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 like one pyrovore, man. Oh, yeah. Just to set on my home objective so I don't have to <laughs> yeah. win the earth what, what I, Yeah, I rewrote the list on the plane on the way over to take my six Mern warrior units down to fives and if I just cut upgrades, I get down. I get three biovores out of it, which would have been disgusting all weekend. Walking, um, you can do on WTC tables with three bio. Dude, I lost a name. fucking walking hive tyrant from full health to eight spore mines. <laughs> just full health, dead. That's actually, that's actually average. Yeah, biovores bio are biovores are S tier. It's true. Just yeah. S tier I'm unit. At... My man rolled no ones and four or five ups, and all of them were, were two or higher. And I was like, bye. <laughs> See, I was like, you were supposed to smoke, like, soak, like, one smite. What the fuck? I will add the other highlight from that round was our Blood Angels player um, going into Hail of Doom. And the Hail of Doom player was extremely confident because I found out that in round three, he had 20 0 to Blood Angels player. So I was like, okay, this will be interesting. And Sam went and 12-8'd him. Ah, nice. 
Oops. It was just like Sam went into it. It's like this is like a nine, maybe a ten at best. It's like great. He went first, and I would just watched as he put his death company and tagged five different units, killed one, and then just was like, and all of this is now engaged. Enjoy. That was bad. My uh, and and he didn't get table pick, but he or at least I don't think he did at this point. No, he wouldn't have gotten table pick, which meant that. Uh, but the hail player gave him craters to sit in with his sign guard. Nice, the vents, dude. Yeah, the those vents, vents were uh, like cover. So mighty armor contempt. Your AP four. I don't care. I'm only AP two. Look, look my, our Venturians love those. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had uh, we had Denmark this round. Uh, we had uh, real. We played Denmark. I think at every team tournament we've been to since 2018. Now. Uh, and they've, they've definitely gone th- yeah I think we've played them five times now they, we've definitely gone through the stages with them because we both used to be re- we both played we played around um, two of the WC where we came second and third respectively mm. uh, which was you know pretty good uh, and then we both then we played them here and we came 17th and 18th so clearly we're just following the same cycle here of yeah, and we, yeah. we used to be pretty good and all our players left <laughs> Um, so we ended up we ended up drawing with them. I had a really fun game into Henrik, who was playing Harlequins and scraped the three points as you needed for the draw. Uh, it turns out Harlequins are prior targets score score points really well. Uh, it's kind of hard to stop. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, like just got like Tyrogar chasing a boat around the backfield, trying to stop us with a Harlequins from rotting. <laughs> like fucking come here, you little bastards! Yeah, <laughs> didn't yeah. Catch, didn't catch him. It's like. Yeah. Yeah, Harlequins are the worst. I'm really sad that we didn't... I didn't end up taking them to WTC. I think for the role that I ended up in, which was like the soak the hard stuff, it would have been a lot easier. They did extremely well there. That Yeah, you would do. Like, the boards are so nice for them. They're so fast. Like, mm, you, you can do a lot with, with a little clown magic on those boards. Truth. Round round five, we got the, we got um, we got the leavings of Canada and got to play Northern Ireland. Ah, <laughs> continue to be wonderful people uh, who I'm very good friends with. I played Malachi and his Chaos Knights. I got oh. pick, I got the big board board for this game. Oh, no. and he's playing all melee Chaos Knights. And I went, see that board that's got all the containers in the middle. You want to go stand on that one? Uh, and he looked at it and went. Do I have to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think I, I think I finished tabling him within 45 minutes and got to go and sit for the rest of the round, which was real nice because by game five, which was the 11th game I had played, my feet were fucking killing me. Yeah. I didn't do too well with that. Yeah. We ended up winning that round 88-72, which is uh, – I, I don't want to use this as like a, a litmus test, but – we're not. We're if we were sweating the round against Northern Ireland, we were not going to do well at this tournament. Uh, as much as I love the guys from Northern Ireland, they're a team that if you want to do well, you should be beating at the moment. Um, and this was definitely an eye opener of, yeah, we got to work on some stuff. Yeah. We uh, we. Do I have told everyone about the yoga mats, Tom. The yoga mats were fantastic. We're getting yeah. team branded one next year. I'll be yeah, swapping that, them for shirts. Yeah, that shirt was important. <laughs> so in round five, we drew. The Aussies. It was definitely what felt like a bit early for a matchup of this level. Uh, but that's life at the WTC post pods. So we 
talked about this matchup a bunch the night before. We knew that it might, uh, you know, it could happen if we did well, and we went into it with slight flaws in the game plan. I was able to correct some overconfidence that we had, but I think we just like there was some like gentle misunderstanding of matchups there, and across the board we largely did pretty well but boy was my pairing not good (laughs) um i think like mission agnostic into liam's list it's probably something like a 10 but on death and zeal it slips to like a five going second on death and zeal i honestly most of the time i think i get a zero um he went first and like you know how you put dice like to put out where your deployment zone is in missions sometimes he just did that to my deployment zone with scarabs and i was like what (laughs) he was like yeah you're just gonna stay right there for an entire turn like you can kill this unit and charge past it or whatever but you get like your pilot and consolidate his movement and that's it yeah one squad can overrun buddy yeah yeah exactly yeah, Eric, your list doesn't do anything. It just scores points, bro. Um, so it's not good. It's just fast. It's not good. It's just fast. That's right. So, yeah, he says as he's like still pulling like parts of sister's armor out of his fucking GSC and like yeah, they got of... a full full extra uprising planned on the shrine world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's got he's got like tiered warrior heads mounted on his wall from the turn against that one poor bastard where he killed like thirty of them in a turn. Um. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Eric did horrible things to people this weekend. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. So, we definitely got flip-dumped in a bunch of places. Um, It We came out like the the quote-unquote winning side of the draw, but it wasn't by enough points, and it was still just a draw, Um, which had very clearly different reactions from the two teams. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I was psyched. I was like, holy shit, we're still in it. Hell yeah. Large portions of my team did not necessarily share that enthusiasm. Uh, And the Aussies were real, real excited to be in the running still. And they obviously, that mental strength and fortitude is what kept them in it to win it. uh, Quite literally. So shout out to them for being both the nicest and the strongest team there. Um, that was definitely one of, like, of all the games that I played, Liam was one of the most fun. So, good job, Aussies. Liam's a pretty good get a play. Yeah, Liam was awesome. Quickly. Yeah, round five, we played Ireland. Um, we had, again, just a really fun round. We, we lucked out with our opponents for six out of seven of our rounds where we just, we just played the English speakers or the, or the, or the vaguely English speakers. And it worked out really nicely. Yeah, they did. Uh, but yeah, we had we had a great time. Highlight again from that again, Mr. Sam Procopio. We put him into uh, the, the captain uh, Pierce, who was playing Death Guard. He was playing Ferryman with forty-five uh, Plague Marines, uh, and Sam fourteen six him, which was not what Pierce was expecting out of that game. But it came yep. down to a clutch play where Dante fought on death and killed the Blight Spawn. Uh... Nice. At which point, everything went in. Yeah. 
It's like, oh, you can't make me not use any of my tricks anymore? Excellent. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Don yeah, Dante's over. damage to finally find something he can kill. Uh, one, <laughs> one model with four wounds. And no involve. That is the key. Uh, but yeah, Hell overall, yeah. just uh, we, we beat them 97-63. But yeah, they were just they were a pleasure to play. Um, and I will say that afterwards, Pierce, one of the things that he had said at the end of the event was they had had kind of a rough go of things up until then. And them playing us reinvigorated the team and kind of reminded them why they play 40k so nice. hearing that nice. from him was just that's it, like it floored me i was i was extremely like happy to hear, to hear right? that yeah and, that's like the most positive compliment you can receive from another and, team and especially losing to us and saying that like if they had mm. won and said that sure yeah yeah you, you won a game and but yeah the fact that we beat them and that they were still really just happy to keep playing was amazing i was extremely yeah. happy round six but we need to speed run the last couple of days because I want to do questions and go to bed at a reasonable yep. time. So yeah, speed run. Let's just get a highlight from each of the next two rounds, like a quick recap. I'll do elevator pitch. Seven real quick on, on for Canada. Then uh, round six, we played the Netherlands. We lost by one point. It was the most painful point because we found that. Yeah. It, it, you look were, back and you're like, there were points here. Oh yeah, there were there were there were definitely points to be had. But yeah, we we, we had a great time against them. They were a super friendly team to play. Uh, hung out a lot with Tom Rocks and their other two or three coaches that they had. I realized that I wish that I had a team of coaches at that point. Yeah, real good having multiple. Yeah, and then round seven we played Italy. I'm not going to cool. say anything about that next round. one. Next <laughs> yep. one. Yep. <laughs> Moving on. Finis. We played Finland in game six, which was really cool because uh, my twin is Finnish. Um, everybody doesn't get that joke. You just need to work on that. Um, you should just get to the WGC and understand. Uh, yep. We had a really, really, really rough round here. Uh, this was just one of those rounds where our matrix was just off in too many places for us to uh, comfortably get some points. Uh, my my uh, turn of player continued his, or my uh, admin player continues thing of play Paramount our first defender. He plays their ninja. We go on the board to where they can't hold objectives and he shoots them for 10 points. He did that three times. Scored ten to nine to ten points three times. It was oh, yeah. massive props, uh, Gavin, for finding a way to make that list work. Because if you weren't Siegler, Admech was not good this WTC. Even uh, as Siegler, they were just okay. Yeah, you guys played some pretty shit teams as well, which helps. <laughs> hey, I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. Love you, Latvia. <laughs> the Latvians were really nice, by the way. They were actually it was on the Saturday night. Yeah, they're really, awesome. really nice guys. He's also clearly joking because we played. First, second, fourth, and third, like or first, second, fifth, and third. So we yeah. couldn't have been that bad. So England and you know shit teams. Uh, yeah. Just yeah, terrible that's games. Right. I had a really fun game this round. I played uh the only Chaos Knights player who's the only Knights player who's ever made me sweat, which he did by deciding that he just didn't want to fail saves against Harpy Storm One. I successfully did like four damage with two harpies. <laughs> it was real rough. Nice. Uh, and then they died to just the Meltas. From the five Arigars he had. That'd do ya. That's a bad day. It's, it's not average. That yeah. shouldn't happen. Average. Sometimes, average. Sometimes it does. <laughs> <laughs> average, mate. Average. Every single time from now on, average is average. Yeah. yeah. So we've we've got three three good end jokes as a team now. Average, mate, is the 
the ever abiding uh the consolidation word i can't say which if you don't know the story from me you should definitely get from me in person sometime yeah. uh and vect anytime anyone in real life says something you don't agree with you just shout vect until they stop doing it yeah so oh whenever chris tries to put on like some rock music in the car me and my will just shout vect until he turns it turns that shit off perfection it's like That'll no we're not listening to your scandinavian death opera mate stop it vect thanks <laughs> did vect, we get vect. did we get your round seven in this uh, my round, our round seven, we had the pleasure of playing Austria, who held us to a draw. Austria played really well. This was also the only game I lost. I played their captain in the Nitzmer, who was like a massive fan. Who was like, I knew your name before I knew Alex Harrison and all the other toppers. I'm like, that's painful to hear because I don't like that. I'm like, I've been doing <laughs> this too a compliment long. For It's not the direct association that I want. No, me neither. But, you know, whatever. Um but it was like, yeah, no, you were like the first pro player I heard of. And I'm like, I'm not a, first of all, I'm not a fucking pro player. How dare you suggest that? Yeah. Uh, and then second of all, oh, that's really nice. And then he went first and proceeded to just massively beat me to the yeah. It was so painful, man. Nice. It's, it's great. I love watching my opponents not offensively tagged Harveys do more damage than my offensively tagged ones. It yeah. just hurts in your soul. It's like, yeah. I shouldn't be losing this trade war, but I am. And there's nothing I can do about it anymore. Yeah, sometimes you just get lit up. Yeah, once you just like have less things than your than the other turret list does, it's mm-hmm. real bad. Yeah, not ideal. So Anthony, round six and seven highlights, um, lowlights. Yeah, all um, sure were amazing. Their shirts were the best in the tournament. Not, that's not they did that. have strong shirt game. Uh, round six played the Poland team, and I got to play against their captain, who was not meant to play the army he was playing, and still made me sweat the entire game. That man is an absolute monster. Uh, shout out to Typhus as he goes by. He is an absolute stud. We jersey swapped at the end. We had a really fun game. Um, he did a really awesome thing where he kept having to, for the two charges his Archon got to make before he got smited to death, he rolled double ones the first time and then had to CP re-roll it, which was a little sad. Um, that was pretty much it. I don't think there was anything else that happened that was super crazy in that game. Um, yeah. Uh, and then in the last round, I played against the German Nids list. And I, he had, I told the story briefly a minute ago, but he blasted the Sweden Nids the round before. And I think he was just like a touch too confident in how much damage his list would do so he moved his maliceptor up and just through like a series of unfortunate events his maliceptor moved up to a unit of two units of six tyranid warriors and he was planning to like smite and shoot and do maliceptor and harpy things to them the maliceptor got its smite denied and then failed its follow-up power and then the harpy between all its Venom Cannon shots either missed or failed the wound. And then he killed, like, one through the virtue of Stinger Salvos. And then he got charged by... weapon. Yeah, he got charged by ten Tyranid Warriors and died to the saves from the first three. Um, so... Average. Average, mate. is rough. So, yeah, it was bad. Uh, that Malceptor died for Freezies, and then one of his other Harpies got glopped by the Reaper, and he lost 500 points on turn two after having lost most of his trash turn one so yeah he was doing a lot of holding objectives with parasites and stuff it was a it was a sad round for the homie but uh well but not the homies team not the homies team the homies team did really well into us um broadly they 
scrapped it out, got the draw, which knocked us off the podium and into fourth and knocked them onto the podium. Nice. Hashtag anybody but England and America, buddy. That's true. It kept us both out of there. So, in summary, thumbs up would do again. Thumbs down would never do again. Oh, no. Thumbs it was an incredible side. event. I would absolutely go back. I probably won't be playing for a national team though next I'm year. Grab my, I, I would put my, my feet out, but after being on those floor for a week, nobody needs to see my feet right now. Yeah, his legs. Yeah, I got my legs out. Thumbs yeah. down. I missed my co-host. Please never leave. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you just have to come with us next year, and we'll just like not do a show that you week. Come, you can come watch for Cat, come coach for Scotland. I'll, Dude, I'll every come, team, I'll co-coach for Ianis. I'll co-coach for yeah. Ianis. I don't care. I would I'll definitely appreciate like, at least another coach, at least another one, mm-hmm. two. One, one was fine. Two would have been nice, especially because the second coach would have meant that when mine passed out on Thursday, I would have Dude, had a coach gone. <laughs> Should, I'm gonna very we're, briefly tell the story without mentioning the, without mentioning the person's name. Um, my my coach get, got out on the Wednesday, came to the venue on the Thursday, and proceeded to drink a liter bottle of vodka in three hours and yep. pass out at a table. It's it's funny because I am like a person who does not really drink, so I would be your only sober coach driving the bus. <laughs> Dude, it was it was real rough. We had to like wait for an extra hour so he would wake up so we could walk him home. Cause like Oof. we're not Mecklen was bad for taxis at the best of times. Trying to smuggle a drunk coach into one would not have been would not have been good. All right. So we'll transition to questions and I'll try to run it real quick for everybody because yep. I know Amos wants did. to do the Sorry, questions. Did we do Canada's day three? Yeah, we did. We did, we did. Cool. We did. I couldn't talk about rounds. We did Canada a... first. I have a buddy that wanted to push a question through real quick, and I think this is broadly something that we should answer because it seems like a good thing. Do it, so it's, do their, it now. it's their first GT coming up this weekend. They want some opinions on what to do as a first timer and things to be aware of. Oh, bring, bring snacks, food, and water to be on Innis's because I did my first GT not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Bring snack bars, bring water. Don't over-caffeinate. You will regret it. Um, yep. Try to just generally take care of yourself. Do some stretches. Try to get a good night's sleep. Try to have fun. Network. Like, try to talk to your opponents. Find out like about anybody. that If, if you don't play like a local club or anything like that, try and talk to somebody locally. Talk to your opponents. Get some feedback from them after the game. Enjoy yourself. Don't expect you to, don't expect to beat the world in your first GT. If you do, more is the better. It'll be really fun for you. Um, I definitely know players that have four one five out their first GTs. Uh, there's no reason it can't be you as well, especially if you're prepped. Uh, but don't expect it. Just it'll be nice if it happens. Uh, set a goal. Try and be happy if you stick to it or take feedback on board if you don't. Jeremy, you're up. Yeah, you and I will add one other thing. Don't be afraid to sit down while your opponent's taking their turn. Because yeah. you're going to be standing for five games and you're going to be dead by the end of that weekend or six games if it's a if it's a real gt um, especially if the floors are concrete bring, bring some aspirin too you may just want to take it like before you go to bed the night after uh like the first three rounds and standing up for 12 hours that day you may just want to take a couple to help your back recover yeah i would i would actually say to take it prophylactically like take it ahead of time it will you will thank yourself later uh and wolf and chat actually has a really good point uh in between rounds take five minutes go outside get some fresh air clear your head don't think about 40k um, because it's very easy to lose the mental game. It's very easy to 
um, get caught up in how you did in your previous game, any mistakes or things that went wrong in that game, and have that affect your next game. We had we were very careful when we were playing our rounds at the WTC that after every single round, be like, okay, Sweden is done. We lost. We have Northern Ireland now. We don't care what happened in the last round. We're going to learn from it, but we're going to keep going and we're going to just focus on the moment, focus on the present issues. And uh, drink a liter of vodka three hours. You'll be fine. Um, don't do our that first, one. The first question from the Discord is from Pierce. And it's what army is most over and underperformed according to your expectations during the WTC? This is kind of garbage, didn't they? They did. uh, we used ours as like the bus, and they did great in the role that we wanted. Yeah, them to but they, they just—I never felt—I felt like I never saw such getting good points. They were always like the list that everybody was prepped to be into. Mm-hmm. We just—we just wanted them to get fucking six, and they got like nine most of the time. So it was our sisters player like above and beyond overperformed. Um, for us, the custodies American list. This is now our chance to talk some mild shit about that. Did real well all weekend. Um, butchered sisters when it played against it really cleaned up against most things that we paired it into it was also piloted by John but that sounds like context and context is for losers so didn't you guys play double nights a few times and not win the round uh, but yeah that wasn't because of that <laughs> I know. The, the lists that were brought to do that did great um yeah, same as Eric. We used our sisters to just like pick up garbage, and it did really well with that yeah. in general. Um, we definitely found it a struggle trying to get the sisters into a position where it could get big wins, which you kind of yeah, it just doesn't do felt that. like what we wanted it to do. But yeah, they ended up just being a miserable. Yeah, yeah. For well, you I know guys, some managed it, but... for you guys, it's a bit of six of one. Like that's a bit of a player problem, right? Because Brian's like one of your better players, and he could have been playing town just scrapping people. But that's a uh, that's how that goes when you change armies five minutes before. Trust me, I know. <laughs> I don't want to say Necron's overforward, but Necron's no. fucking Jesus Christ, Necron's. Yeah, Necron's was ridiculous. Lisa fucking points for the rest of us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so how do you think information gained from the WTC will impact the singles meta? I don't think it should a ton necessarily. There's specific things that can. It depends how much your singles are played on WTC terrain. Like American are going to try a lot of lists. Yeah, people are going to try a lot of this stuff, but it's going to backfire. Like, I was literally talking to Liam after we finished. I was like, would you play this in singles? And he was like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, because on a lot of the terrain, like, the unbuffed unit of Scarabs gets lit the fuck up and then doesn't, like, refresh real bad. I don't know. I could I could see it on, like, LGT terrain. There's enough yeah. of it. That'd be fine. Maybe on LGT you know terrain. But, like, it would never work on, like, Games Workshop terrain or something like that because you can't actually kind of like that many formal bases yeah yeah it's just... if you know your terrain and it's dense enough then you probably can run it but probably not in any other situation yeah. right we, we've always had the situation where for etcs in the past there's been a couple of lists that have been developed for wc that were probably just good in city before that just weren't seen and then they come out of the woodwork and we'll just start playing them i reckon we'll see a few lists like that people will probably end up playing a bunch of ghost arts as well which will be really funny to see Renewed respect for Tau and GSC would would what I'd hope to see coming out of this because a lot <laughs> of the stuff that like Eric was doing, for example, wasn't super predicated on being on WTC terrain. He it's just good reserve just, reserve mechanics, right? Yeah, he just showed up and destroyed you. All um, you gotta do is Mike Couture your opponent to forgetting the Osmix Cannon Overwatch exists, right? Well, Eric didn't do that. That was the Germans, but yes, that that does help. No, is that the G? We're going to yeah. pull through three rapid questions for three different people real quick. Go, go, from Chris. Go. 
Uh, Ennis, how tilted are you that Chris managed to convince you to let him bring Centurions? Not at all. I trust my players. That was Anthony, have and will your arteries ever recover? I don't know, honestly. I'm not sure if I'm jet lagged or just eating Scotland too much. And then I've answered the question that Chris asks me multiple times throughout this podcast where I tell everybody that I missed my co-hosts. Ah. I'm worried they think that like I hate them or something. Or that like was. that making a podcast with you guys is like a chore when it actually is quite enjoyable. Mm. Um, and then the serious question is, which Jeremy can answer because he, he gets a question now for himself. Uh, for those of us at the WTC heard the amount of practice some teams had put in before the start of the WTC, particularly after Nephilim was released. How can they do so much practice effectively? I think this is more of how would you change to like practice effectively for the next WTC? How the fuck did Sweden play 60 games and Nephilim each? I'm not sure I played 60 games now after WTC. Yeah. But Jeremy, what do you think? Go, Jeremy. So the big thing is, is that I'll, I'll actually say I felt that my team was at a... <laughs> all right bye nathan <laughs> all right bye nathan um was that our team actually was probably a little underprepared on that we did not play nearly as many reps with our lists as we should have um but there is definitely something to be said for being able to get in that many reps it means that you it, and it's unsurprisingly but especially as you get close to the wtc 40k becomes a full-time job for you and you need to be able to balance it out and the expectation of you know what we've been talking since uh, everything went down about what the new expectation will be for players of the team, players that get selected to travel for the team. And it's like, is asking for someone to play 20 games in July with their submitted list reasonable? Yeah, it definitely can be. Um... Then, Innis, with WTC over, what faction are you planning on playing? Nits, I hate myself. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Eric's um, Eric made a really good point. They had they actually had a full week where the team was together and practiced. Um being able to do that with the Canadian team would be absolutely amazing. Um if Australia can do it with how spread out they are, then there's no reason that Canada can't. Yep. So the next question is a little bit answered by a few different people in the Discord. So if you're in the Discord, you can see an answer from a few different team people. Uh, and it's how much does it cost to go to the WTC, not including flights? So mostly hotel, event costs, food, etc. I'll just give my breakdown because we've been doing it yeah. recently. A, it was about about a thousand pound total, I would have said. Yeah, I would say about that. Um, definitely not staying at that hotel again, but no, we want food in the mornings, food and AC. Yeah, the, <laughs> AC, I, can call live, it. I can live a breathe. The hotel I stayed at was fucking wonderful. Definitely recommend Hotel VE. It, that place is amazing. And it was also right next to where all the drinking got done, which was also real good. Good plan. You can try to get us to stay there. I'm not convinced it wasn't for nefarious reasons, but... I was just <laughs> saying, you could crash and have AC, bro. I just was looking out for the homies. But yeah, it wasn't then, any more expensive than a typical event. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only thing is that you're there for a lot longer. Yeah, right? you're there for forever, so it's more expensive in that regard, but outside of that, it's not so bad. What's the best? Yeah, I think I heard the estimate into a WTC team. This feels very nation specific because each nation yeah. has like its own selection yeah. process. Like the United States is, how well do you know some people and how? Well do you the, the quickest way is probably to become best friends with Chris Haynes. Um, Not <laughs> more. Oh, you step and die. We're having. I, I mean, this is internal, but we're we're going to be selecting a potentially new captain this year. That'd be cool. Okay. Um, I can't yeah, leave. Like I've been told I'm not allowed to. Um... Yep. And then that is 
There's only one more question. Question for the captains. Can you share with us just how much behind the scenes stuff you had to do to get your teams ready for WTC? And Anthony, you can also ask this because you're exposed to how much stuff you get asked to do. <laughs> um, and then Jeremy obviously can also add, answer this because he also is exposed to that. I just don't. There are weeks I put more work into the WGC than my real job <laughs> by like a by like a factor of like one point five times as many hours. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> it's so much work, man. You gotta you gotta just organize everything. Because your players won't do shell off their own back. You have to yep. chase. I had to like. I don't say this to be rude, but you've got to chase them to make sure they've got passports. Because if one of them doesn't have a passport, you've got to chase them for <laughs> booking flights, booking hotels, <laughs> booking any other travel arrangements, making sure they have their army, chasing them for conversion requests, getting dice made, getting date measures made. I had to get our logo redone this year because we didn't have the vector files because the previous captain just it vanished into the ether. Um, you've got to make sure that they're playing practice games, make sure they're playing practice games against people who are worth playing practice games against, make sure they're taking on feedback from those practice games. You just got to do all this all this amount of stuff where you're basically just like coaching seven players on top of it. Um, and then you're trying to make sure that you are able to stay conversant in every other player's every possible army so that they can come to you to talk about whatever problem they're having with their army at the moment. You could be like, well, I feel like I need you to make this tweak so it can be better to this matchup. And I can be like, well, I don't think that will help you because of this and this and this, which means that you have to be high-level conversant in every army in the game, basically. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of fucking work. You can delegate some of it, but my vice captain had a difficult year in that he had a kid and basically just vanished off the face of the earth. Um, So I did a lot of that solo this year where normally it would be part of the team. Um, yeah, Eric, age 28, 28, 20 years in one year. It feels about right. It yeah. sounds accurate. <laughs> um, Curie, if there do was you have anything any... to add? Nope. Um, yeah, for us, it was like I wasn't the captain, I was the coach, but I took on a lot more duties as we got closer to the event. Did a lot of spent an extraordinary amount of time deep diving people's matchups into lists just making sure that they understood what those lists were capable of because the meta and Nephilim and everything hit so fast and everything was evolving. So getting people to make sure that they understood, yes, that is an Imperial Knight list that has that, that can have up to five, four plus plus minus one damage armagers running at you. Yes, Wonder. that is a problem for your army. And then you no, that doesn't sound like a big problem. Anthony, why would that be a problem? Hmm. Honestly, that list is very beatable if you read the mission you're about to play. Yes, yes, it is. But and then, Anthony, were you about to ask Crivens' question from chat? Was was yeah, there any room that. for Orcless if anyone was going to redo their team makeup in hindsight? Yeah, we probably should have had Mark play Orcs. There was definitely ways to make good Orcless that scored like pretty well in the in the scrum like mess matchups. And we're just like, I'm gonna stand here and score like a nine. If you try and disrupt that, I'm gonna clown on your forehead. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd have cut Chaos Knights Tricari and add Vector my roster. Orcs would definitely be one of the ones I'd have looked at for that for one of those slots. Yep, they were really the secondary changes for them were actually huge. They're not a great singles army because they're very prone to just like, oops, I lose by a narrow margin. But losing by a narrow margin is great in teams. So, yeah, yeah. I take and stake because calculated targeting is fucking stupid. Other than that, yeah, it's really nice to have that <laughs> Imperial Knights see that problem. Solve it for zero CV, please. Yep. Super nice. 
And that's all the questions we've got, unless somebody wants to pop in with like a last second question while Ennis does well, our plug. They don't. I'm gonna I'm gonna close this out. This has been episode six of Stat Check. I have been Ennis. I was joined by Nathan, Jeremy, and Turbo. This was <laughs> this episode was called All the Necessary Qualifications because of how goddamn amazing the Australians are. Massive props to all of them, as well as the Poles and the Germans for closing at the podium at the first ever WTC and doing it in style while winning best sportsmanship, best sportsmanship prize, which is honestly the biggest style you can possibly achieve. It just shows that the Australians are an incredible, incredible team that deserve everything, a piece of success that came their way. And I'm so happy for them and I'm super proud of them seeing how far they came from 2017-2018. We have been StatCheck. If you enjoyed the show that we did today and you would like to hear more of us, you can check us out on YouTube, which is youtube.com slash c slash StatCheck 40k or just StatCheck. And youtube.com slash StatCheck will get you there. Just slash StatCheck. You, if you enjoyed the episode, please drop a like, please drop a subscribe. And if you could, please leave a comment. That really helps us out with discoverability and people knowing that we're, we make good content. Uh, if you are able to, we would really appreciate your support on patreon.com slash StatCheck, where you can uh, help us out for a few dollars a month. You get access to our Discord and our bonus content. We will hopefully be doing a bunch of WC bonus content. Uh, I've arranged interviews with a few players. I know Anthony's looking at doing a few things. Um, we're going we're gonna to get... We're going to milk this for all it's worth. So if you want to see that, then that's the best that's supposed to do it. <laughs> um, I just, but before we go, below average Bob has the most important thing, which is uh, I turbo. Long, long time chaos player. And I play Iron Warriors. Ah, God dang it. Too many of us have control. <laughs> I play Iron Warriors. And we'll, we'll take that conversation back to the Discord where they can ask you a bunch of questions about how to make mutilators good. But Anthony, my Chaos Lord, Slim Slim Job Turbo Dodge, is uh, very important to my list. He's armed with a plasma pistol and a crack grenade. How do I make sure I'm getting the most out of him? I'm considering giving him a lock of the black on his crack grenade and his pla and his chainsword, uh, so that he deals mortal wounds with his chainsword. And also Night Hunter's curse, so I can make one of those th one of those hits a six, like exploding hits. What do you think of this plan? Can I win, Elvio? You can, as long as everyone else trips and dies first. <laughs> that can be arranged. And on that note, have a nice Get night, everyone. Night, everyone. Bye. We'll see you next week, guys, for the time zone thing that we definitely always do.